everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. And I'm Mike. What's up, everyone? How is everyone doing? I hope you're doing great. I hope you like and subscribe. Five stars, all that fun shit on Apple Podcasts. You won't regret it. <laughs> you won't regret it. We are talking about Scream 2 today. I'm so excited. Uh, this movie is like probably one of the best sequels. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it, it it makes fun of it. Like, it's a satire, but it's on a different level. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. This whole... I love the whole series. I know, uh, yeah. You, I mean, Mike is a huge Scream fan. <laughs> yeah. I, ha- I honestly have the costume right behind me. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> terrifying. But wait, what else have you been up to before we get into Scream? Have you seen anything cool? Uh, oh, last time we, we talked about the faculty. So, uh, yeah, have you, like, seen anything cool since we watched the faculty? Well, I restarted the strain. Yeah, <laughs> Finally. Um, about this a few months ago, yeah. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still in season one, so I haven't reached the, the season three. Right, four seasons, right, you said? Yeah, there's four, yeah. Okay, never mind. So it's going to be a long process, but <laughs> I finally restarted it. Oh yeah! Oh no, it's amazing. Yeah. Although, I because of what we're going through in the world right now, it's really hard to watch at the same time because then your mind starts to wander, um, and know. then you can't watch this as you're high. So <laughs> no, and also the same like it's like the same kind of language that they use, like epidemiologists and viruses, and like oh yeah, how to like get a vaccine and like that's literally what they're trying to do like it's just you're like oh god and then you get to overthinking you're like oh shit why did i start watching this but at the same time it's an amazing movie the visual effects are fantastic the acting is um it's guillermo del toro too and he he's amazing he's he's like the monster god of theater Mm -hmm. and like Um, horror like a weird horror. horror theater it's not like so gory like slasher it's like this weird like he has really weird films but they're really cool yeah oh very cool Um, but other than that i haven't really watched anything major i i finally finished that series in the dark i I was telling you about oh yeah okay yeah you were talking about that one on the last podcast yeah about the blonde girl um blind girl i can hardly talk um (laughs) (laughs) but other than that i mean still like doing the house stuff getting things slowly back together back to normal um what about you cool um i don't know i'm still i guess a lot of the shows that i'm watching now are actual serial shows so it's like old days where like each episode i have to wait a week so i'm still watching a lot of the shows that i've talked about i feel like i don't want to talk about the same shows that that i watch i finally watched um all the right moves with tom cruise in 1983 it's like a really old like football drama that he was in with leah thompson Uh, no (laughs) not at all this is the reason why i'm bringing it up because tatum brings it up in scream one when she's going to pick up sydney and sydney's all freaked out because like she's had that weird encounter and she's like waiting for her to pick her up and then she's like hey i'm gonna stop by the video store what about tom cruise all the right moves if you pause it at this right point you can see his penis and then she's like okay whatever tatum so then she obviously like we never see any more of that so i saw that it was on hbo max 
like this month or like whatever. And there was like new films. And I was like, Oh cool. It's Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise. This was like after risky business. So I was like, Oh, this should be cool. It's a really like super, like, uh, I don't know, like dramatic football movie. Like, so it doesn't really have, I mean, it's pretty predictable. It's very much like, you know, young boy, like small steel town, like, football's his only way out like mm-hmm. is he gonna get this scholarship yada yada you know that he has a girlfriend and stuff like that but um yeah i mean it was cool i don't really need to see it again but it was cool <laughs> like <laughs> he's he's a good actor like young tom cruise is so different than now so different like the roles that he did and stuff like they're so different like he did some really cool things like rain man like i mean he did some really cool things in the 80s i totally or, forgot about rain man I like the 80s, that the 80s? Yeah. yeah i think so yeah, he's um, done some cool things. Cocktail was Cocktail pretty cool. was an amazing movie. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so... I think everyone who watched that wanted to become a bartender, like, shortly after. I know, yeah. Cause he was really good in it. I don't know how he, like, learned to do all that, but... Oh, yeah. And now he's, like, so- all I can think about is just Mission Impossible. Oh, Mission Impossible, yeah. yeah. Or, like, Jack Reacher, which I have never seen the I've films, never seen but that. I've seen the ads. It's kind of like a John Wick thing, like, assassin guy, but it's not... It's more like grounded in reality, I think. I think he's like an ex-cop or like PI or whatever like that. But yeah, I haven't seen those. But yeah, Mission Impossible, all he does is like just do crazier and crazier shit. Yeah. Like every every movie, it's like he's jumping off of a bridge. Jumping out of a like, plane or yeah, helicopter. Yeah, doing crazy shit now. I think he's doing it now. I think he's probably filming it. Who knows? Another one? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, I think I saw something where they were like, so yeah, that's why I watched it in relation to Scream 1. Uh, I did not see anything. I was not looking that hard. I was just kind of like, where would there even be a scene to pause like that in this movie? Like, it does so kind there of were, like, no nude scenes or half nude scenes or anything? No, I mean, not really. I mean, it wasn't like, yeah, I mean, it, I guess, but it wasn't like really dramatic. I guess as dramatic as, as I thought. Maybe <laughs> because that's maybe why. It, Maybe it's because the eighties. Now we have things that are so much more explicit that I was like expecting like a big reveal, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Maybe that's why Tatum uh, Tatum died because she lied. Because she lied. I'm just kidding. Maybe Stu found out. <laughs> Stu was like, "You fucking bitch! You're such a liar." Yeah, and apparently Stu makes a cameo in the film at like the party, right? Like and the scream too. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uncredited, but um, you actually can pause the movie in just the right right shot, and he is like between the head of Sydney and I can't remember her roommate's name, Hallie. Oh, Hallie, yeah, yeah, um, because they're talking to Portia de Rossi's character and Rebecca Gayhart, and he's like, he's like bro hugging somebody, and you pause it just right, and you like see his like you know because he's got like that wide. Yeah, Yeah. you can see it. And you're like, he's back from the dead. (laughs) Oh, no way. I forgot to look for him because you told me that he was in it. And then I forgot to look for him. Well, because I had uh, originally I had first mistaken him for somebody else because they, you know how like the the girls enter through the the front door and then they go into the back patio. Yeah. I thought at first I saw another guy that looked like Stu, but I was totally wrong. He's outside. Oh, so I was like, oh, interesting. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, weird. Whole, okay. whole, huh? I said, oh, that's so weird. Yeah, but I, I I'm such a nerd, and I, 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 I love the lengthy uh, list of characters or um, actors and actresses in this movie. Like Nev Campbell is back. 
Jada Pinkett Smith, Omar Epps, Heather Graham, Lee Schreiber, Sarah yeah, Michelle Geller, Joshua Jackson, Timothy Oliphant, yeah. Jamie Kennedy, Jerry O'Connell, eh, Courtney Cox, yeah, yeah. um, Lori Metcalf, which is amazing. Um, I know, and, I love And Jackie her. from Roseanne. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Gayhart, Portia Dorosi, David Arquette, Tori Spelling, of course. I um, know, I love it. Which is amazing. She got hired just because they mentioned her in Scream 1. No way. Yeah. When, uh, really? When Nev Campbell was like, if anything, in, in my luck, they would cast Tori Spelling if they That's made a movie right. about it. Yeah. That's why they got her? Yeah. Yeah. They they just they called her agent and was like, you need to do this now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And, I mean, she's in it for less than five seconds, but still, it's 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 cool. Um, and Luke and Luke. Luke Wilson. Luke too. Wilson. I was gonna say Luke Wilson plays Billy. He plays Billy like, in the yeah, Bad movie. Billy yeah. character. Yeah, it's so and funny. Uh, Selma Blair. I mean, you don't see her, but she's on the phone call with uh, Buffy's character. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you said yeah. that. Um, which but I then was- when the girl comes in, the girl that comes in that like I thought was supposed to be her, but it's not. I guess another sorority girl who like comes in when Buffy's on the phone. And then oh, I thought it yeah. was supposed to be Selma Blair because she kind of looks like her, but it's not. It's just like another girl who like is there. I thought it was the girl on the phone, but then I was like, no, because she does look familiar, but I didn't look her up. Yeah, what the actress's name. But um, what are your first impressions of the movie? Um, let's see. The first time I saw it, I pretty sure I got one of our friends' moms to take me to see it in the theater. Yay, mom story. And, yeah, and I think it was like one of our friend uh I think it was Carolina's mom. Oh I think. yeah. It wasn't my mom. But I remember the whole time watching it, I had this like huge silver coat that I used to wear, like one of those puff I remember coats. that one. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember putting it over because it came out in like December, so it was like winter time. I remember like putting it over my eyes and like watching it, like peeking up because I was like Aww. so scared. <laughs> But we were like what like 14 like 15 mm-hmm. something like that and then i remember it was just like it was super packed i remember the theater was crazy packed because it was like obviously a big deal oh yeah opening um was just like crazy yeah it was insane and uh yeah that was the first that was like my first impression of it like i saw it a really long time ago and i've seen it a bunch of times since it's always it was like always on tv like mm-hmm. on fox you know, um, so yeah, I've seen it a fair amount of times, and now rewatching it, it's just really funny. I didn't realize like how much funnier this one was than the first the, one. The first I mean, the one, first, yeah. The first one is really funny too, but this one's really funny, and you can tell like this is totally the style of writing at the time. Like Kevin Williamson wrote this one too, so it's super Dawson's Creek, super like teen drama. Like they're all kind of written in the same way. Yeah, you know, like feels like a Dawson's Creek show. Oh, definitely. Like a Dawson's Creek episode, you know, <laughs> like the way it's written. Um, and then I was like, the first one was very high school. Like, Scream was all about, like, taking place in a high school. And this one is obviously, like, the college campus is, like, the main character for this one. So it's like, we've got all, like, college Like, we've got the sorority. We've got the frat. We've got the dorm. We've got the cafeteria, the library. Like, all the locations are very, like, on campus. They're mm-hmm. never, like, in the city. Like the city or like the town around the yeah, campus. Other, which other is, than the very first scene, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. But that I think 
Oh, that's right. Is that so? That's supposed to be. That's right in the same town as the college because they went to that college. Yeah. Yeah. The, so yeah, that and that Rialto. Yeah, and that Rialto is like the same theater in Dawson's Creek. It's called the Rialto. Oh. And wow. I think that's the same one. They probably filmed. Did they film it in Wilmington or part of it? Uh, shoot, I forgot to look that you up. Know, um, they, I, I know. know. If they, if they, Mike did all I, the behind the scenes research for this one. I, right, like, I, um, I know that they, they, it was supposed to be in Ohio, but they filmed in Los Angeles and Georgia. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Atlanta. Well, that looked like... And maybe one other. Yeah, well, it looked like the outside, but it could have not have been the one from Dawson's Creek. But I know the Rialto I, is the name of the theater. Professional hair. Big professional hair. <laughs> um, I didn't write... Um, Everything that I saw on the internet. <laughs> but, oh yeah, no, that's totally cool. Yeah. Well, no, that's good though that we know that because, uh, oh yeah, and also if you want to watch it, it's on Tubi for free, like t u b i dot tv. It's like a website where you can just sign up and watch movies for free with ads, but oh, they're not cool. edited. So yeah, that's that's how I watched it. Oh, uh, so you gotcha, can gotcha. you can watch it. Yeah, like people can watch it. Well, because I remember. I remember two used to be on, on Netflix and then now it's just screen the MTV series, which is actually pretty decent. And then is there's it? Like, yeah, it's actually pretty de- good. Um, and then there's like scream three randomly. Oh, Oh, the third one. Yeah. The third one I've only seen a handful of times, but it's not the, yeah, first. the fourth one is actually not bad. It's a right one to get past the uh, the in the long ass intro because it's like a movie within a movie like yeah, four four times. <laughs> yeah, they're like keep ending and then restarting and ending. Because I think they just asked like a bunch of like up and coming stars at that time. <laughs> they it's were like just super like, hey, meta. Let's do, yeah, let's just do this intro. Like introduce like <laughs> the girl from True Blood versus uh, I don't know. Can't remember. Yeah, I <laughs> forgot all like a whole slew of them. That's really funny. <laughs> um, what are your first thoughts? When did you first see this? Oh wow! Um, <laughs> so I actually saw this with Reed again too, um, oh, and nice. his this time with his mom and my mom. Oh okay. <laughs> um, so wow. it was a group outing this time, um, and then you know we forced the moms to go in the back, and we were in the front row. Um, and you could definitely tell it was my mom screaming in the background because she's got no this way. distinctive like shrill about her. So <laughs> I would like sink lower and lower into my seat and Reed's like, it's fine. It's cool. <laughs> no one's going to know she's with us. <laughs> but, right. But like I kind of, um, even though it's on the more funnier side, I still came out of the movie like kind of paranoid. About like no okay yeah well being the first seeing the having seen the first one I'm like okay well you know a bunch of shit did actually happen um and people are still doing this so I'm like looking around like huh, who was in costume or something um, yeah that's true like the way yeah the yeah that's true there were some like copycat type situations oh yeah I mean there was there was people just like dressed as what is he deemed? What is what is uh, Ghostface? Um, yeah. That were either killing or actually just scaring the shit out of people. God. Um, between the two movies, um, like most uh, a lot of a lot of them were in California. There was, um, I believe, an incident in Georgetown um, shortly yeah. after Scream Two came out. Yeah. Um, wow. I, don't, I can't remember if it was an actual killing or 
somebody like pushed somebody into a car wearing the mask. Uh, I can't no remember. Way. Yeah. But it was, Good. I know it was in Georgetown though. Um, wow. But um, even now I can't help feel a little bit of panic, but it's, it's comical at the same time. So it's, you know, one of those like pendulum swings of, I can't, you can't think too much into it. But yeah, totally. nowadays yeah, you really don't know because this still is more realistic than say watching Gremlins, Chucky, oh uh, totally, the Killer Clown, uh, Pennywise. Yeah, um, they're gonna but that would like, attack of the Killer Clowns. <laughs> like, oh my yeah. god, that's on Netflix. <laughs> I know it is. Yeah, Attack of um, the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> but, like, I, any of those but that was pretty much my my first impression. Um, cool. Well, I have added to our Fuck, Mary Kill that we forgot to do on the faculty episode. This one, this movie, uh, Scream 2, had four guys to choose from. So I've added uh, Fuck, Mary, Affair, and Kill. So this is yes. one person you can have an affair with. So out of Derek, who is Jerry O'Connell, Mickey, who is Timothy Oliphant, Jamie Kennedy, who is Randy, and... Who was our other one? Was it going to be Dewey? Yeah. Okay. So Dewey, David Arquette, what are your choices? So I would fuck Mickey. Yeah, he's really crazy. Marry, marry Dewey. You'd marry well, Dewey? A, I'd marry Dewey because he could protect me. Um, That's true. But have an affair <laughs> uh, with Jamie. And that would be killing Derek. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, it's Derek. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is Derek. I mean, he has a hot body, sort of, and a cute little, Guess- like, face, but... Yeah. Does he? I mean, I don't know. But he's, he's annoying. I guess I'm, I'm thinking of him now. He's, like, really annoying now. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of... No. Okay, I would... Did you say, oh, yeah, I totally would fuck Mickey, too. I mean, he's really crazy. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, but he's so know, hot when he takes off the mask at the end, huh? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he definitely has those weird, like, super psycho killer eyes. But I was like, why is this attractive right now? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. As long as I could, like, validate that he wouldn't, like, kill me. Or something like that. Like, How do you I don't validate know. that? Well, I don't know. I don't want to die like by having sex with him. He's weird. Who knows what the fuck he's into? But assuming that he wouldn't kill you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I definitely would, I think, definitely kill Derek. Yeah. Um, and I would marry Randy. I love Randy. I've always loved Randy. Like, since yeah. the beginning. And I would totally have an affair with Dewey. Dewey would be a good one to have an affair with. It'd be cool to have an affair with Mickey if I, like, could carry it on, but, like, he wouldn't be crazy killing people. <laughs> but, like, it'd be okay to have an affair with him. I never would want to marry him, and I kind of would just, yeah. Would that know. make or break would, the affair? Yeah. <laughs> if you found out that he was killing people on the side. Still, like, yeah, if he was still killing people, yeah. <laughs> I, that might break the affair. <laughs> And if he went to jail, I mean that would ruin it. Well, you know? yeah, true. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess yeah, that my those are my choices. I would just switch my Dewey and Randy. I would marry Randy, and I would yeah. have an affair with. Randy's yeah. so much hotter in the sequel. 
He was good in the first one. I liked yeah. him in the first one. Not as pimply, though. And I like yeah. the little, like, chin, uh, not, he didn't have a chin strap. He just had a goatee, right? That's true. And well, uh, we did have uh, that hot Johnny Depp facsimile in the first one. Yeah. So we couldn't really get past Billy because he was just so hot and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, at the same time, which is really funny. Um, and, then, and for the faculty, I didn't, also didn't have one, but we can just do Fuck, Mary Kill for that one because we had Usher as a last minute, but he wasn't really in the movie that much. But for the faculty, if you had Josh Hartnett, Elijah Wood, and uh, Sean Hattesey. Yeah, I had I had uh, Fuck Zeke. Yeah, well, Zeke was Josh Hartnett. And Josh Hartnett was, yeah. Mary, who did I say? <laughs> I don't know. I can't, rem- I can't remember. But I would, uh, I would have an affair with T-1000. <laughs> You went off script. <laughs> you're, you're I did, again. Affair. I've done that before. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna have an affair with that's right, the the uh, coach. The coach. <laughs> yeah, that probably makes that makes sense. <laughs> I would totally marry Zeke. Yeah? Uh sure. Yeah, he's really smart. That's true. He just isn't like smart within the confines of school. So like that I feel like in reality he'd be fine. He'd be just fine. So, uh, yeah, and then and Elijah Wood, yeah, he wouldn't register. He wouldn't even get on that list. Just it would have to be... Like, forever immortalized his 12 Yeah, he's just so young. Yeah, he just looks <laughs> way too young. Uh, Sean Hattesey, I would probably just bang, I guess. Yeah. He's from near us. He's from Frederick. It's kind of funny. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, uh, what's your behind-the-scenes, Goss? So, in no particular order... Um... Kevin Williamson already had the idea for a second and third installment while writing the end of the first one. Um, and then right. shooting for the sequel began shooting just only six months after the theatrical release of the first Scream. Um, he, he then kind of pulled a Marvel, which I call, where like um, if you're in the MCU... And, and you're acting in it, they don't tell you or they don't release you certain pages of the script until, like, the uh, day of the shooting. Yeah. So they didn't... Uh, Wes Craven and Williamson, they, they were sworn to secrecy to each other that they wouldn't tell certain actors of, like, certain scenes that were coming up so they could be, like, in the moment. Um, okay, either- that makes sense with a horror film, too. Oh yeah, totally. So yeah. Um, even, although, however, saying that um, somebody on set or that I read, somebody on set leaked uh, some of the script um, that revealed the killers. So people kind of already knew what was going on. So people um, didn't know who the killer was. Like, as so, are they filming this chronologically? Probably, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. But um, what did I write? Sorry. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty um, cool that they like, don't know, like that the actors like could think it's really Derek because they paint it pretty hard that it is Derek, you know? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, he's he's got like the sketchiness. He's got the eyes mm-hmm. kind of wandering. He's got like the whole like be sympathetic to my feelings and nobody <laughs> else is. <laughs> like he's a frat guy. He's the frat guy. Yeah. Um, the other notes that I have is, um, the striped sweater in the dorm room in the, in the second scene 
is yeah. very Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger-ish, which yeah. was also written by Wes Craven. Um, yeah, it's not the exact like red and brown sweater, but it's very reminiscent of it. Um, and then um, most of the college scenes were filmed in an all women's college in Georgia called Agnes Scott College. Oh wow! Okay. Um, I mean, there were some other places that I didn't note, but that was kind of cool to me. Um, cool. The actor who but it played- seems. Huh? Oh yeah, go on. I was gonna say, was there any drama? Between the actors? Probably not. Not really. I mean, Sarah together. Michelle Geller and Jerry O'Connell were dating during the time. Um, Shut up. Yeah. But it was interesting Where's... because the year before she get that was... Uh, 2000. Oh, oh okay. yeah. So, so it was, it was, so I don't know, like, because what was it? A year before they did I Know What You Did Last Summer, right? Yes. Or like, But isn't that year... where she met him? That's where they met. They were flirtatious back then. Oh, but they didn't date. But I don't know if Sarah and Jerry were dating the year before. Oh, Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they started dating in 2000, and obviously they're married. They've got like two or three kids. Um, they've done... Yeah, they're super cute. They've done movies together, like the Scooby-Doo series. <laughs> yeah. The live-action ones. Um, something like that. Um, also, Matthew Lillard. Another scream connection. Hmm. Oh, I yeah, said yeah, also yeah. with Matthew Lillard, who's another scream connection, but he um, was in the first scream. I actually just recently um saw this. Um, Reese Witherspoon and Alicia Silverstone were considered for the role of Cece no, before they I settled on Michelle Geller. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I always heard, or I always thought that she wanted to play that, but maybe not. That she wanted to play that character. I might be just getting it confused with Drew Barrymore, who like didn't she want to do that opening? She wanted oh for the first for the first yeah one. yeah. But the second um, one, did Buffy didn't she didn't want to do this? Did she? She didn't no, go out she, for just she. Long. She actually um I don't know if she didn't she didn't say that she wanted to but she never actually read the script. Oh, so it was apparently like on the fly. Recording. It's one. Of, it's in my favorite scenes. I, I love her scene. Uh, oh, I CC. do too. It's yeah. very, it's very oh, Buffy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very, it's very Buffy, but very not Buffy because Buffy would have hauled ass and like well, kicked true. his ass out of yeah. there. <laughs> so I was like, I love that she's like so helpless, but in reality, she'd be like hauling ass, go clearing that whole house <laughs> in like thirty Why seconds. Why do you always she answer a question with a question? I'm in. <laughs> I know. It's like Giles. <laughs> Yeah. Like she's talking to Giles. Like you're so annoying. Leave me alone. Um, really I just funny. have a, I just have a couple more. Um, oh, yeah. Little, what are the other notes? The little dog that runs out of the house with everyone at the sorority party um, to check out um, Michelle Geller's uh, death scene. Um, uh-huh. That's Lee Schreiber's dog. Oh no way! Yeah, he he asked Wes Craven if he could be in it, and he was like, "Well, yeah, if he can get his mark right." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was really funny. And then, um, oh, yeah, I have this one, too, is uh, uh, between Scream 1 and Scream 2, Courtney uh, Cox's picture was released online as nudes, but they were fake. So that's oh, why the, that's, that's why that actual, those, those lines are in Scream 2, where she's like, oh, no, it was my face, but Jennifer Aniston's body. <laughs> yeah, I remember when those, like, there were, like, nude photos that leaked and stuff. I actually never saw that. But, yeah. I, I never saw that, but I remember hearing that theirs leaked, and, like, Brad Pitt 
like his leak too oh, like a lot like in the 90s yeah but like i remember when people were saying that like there was a nude photo of him out but like we didn't have the internet so it was like how would yeah. you see it you know what i mean like it wasn't in a magazine so right. it was like yeah how would you see it i remember hearing like rumors but obviously never saw anything but it was it was it was interesting it was i mean at the time i'm sure very shocking and sad for for what she was going through but then to have that those lines in the in the film oh, was totally interesting it was funny hey okay we're back uh we had like we took a pause i got some more coffee while we took a pause <laughs> so um mm, that was cool. we don't good. <laughs> yeah i made a pot so i'm probably gonna be up and the next film i'm reviewing with jai is fight club yes and we're doing like this crazy deep dive into like the philosophical nature of fight club and like looking at all these different opinion pieces of like, how, what it meant to these like men who like really identified with it oh, wow. in like a really strange way you're, that you're going in. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're going pretty deep on like kind of examining it from like a different 20 year later perspective. Yeah, so awesome. it's pretty interesting. Very cool. Yeah. So maybe I'll watch it for the first time during this rewatch, I'll probably watch fight club tonight. Cause I'll be up all night and then I'll probably go into, and then, like, yeah, then take notes. Are you stuff. drinking that whole pot by yourself? No, <laughs> not an entire pot. Jesus. Just four cups. Your mom's going to have to take you to, like, the hospital. <laughs> the second. Oh, my God, no. Please, no, don't say that. No. Uh, no, I, I did eat, so. Good. Okay. But I'll, I'll just be up for a while, because I was like, I don't want to fall asleep during the podcast. Not that I would, but, I mean, I was just, I'm like, really Warren, paranoid. Warren, uh... <laughs> I'm really paranoid about being really tired. About being really tired. So I was like, oh shit, the audio is acting weird. I can take this opportunity to pause and then come back and get caught and just get another cup of coffee. But um, yeah, let's move into the story and the plot point. So Scream 2, dun dun dun. We open to like Jada Pinkett Smith, or was she Jada Pinkett at that point? She was and well, now are they divorced, right? So no. No, I don't think so. I think they're still married. No. I thought they were having trouble in paradise. I think they were, but oh, I think oh. that also could just be like for press. Oh, gotcha. Because nobody talks about them. Like everybody was talking about them for like whenever that time that everybody was talking about them was. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh yeah. And no. now it's kinda like she's, no. she's Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, okay. So then her and Omar Epps are like this random couple just out for like a movie at a night like a friday night or whatever and it's fucking stab and stab ends up being the movie made from the book that gail weathers wrote about the first movie Cha-ching. <laughs> cha-ching and how meta is this already we're super meta like we're in a movie watching a movie about the other movie <laughs> love it i geeked out i was like yes <laughs> it's pretty great i wrote uh the recreation of the opening scene of uh, Drew Barrymore's death with Heather Graham, which was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> I wrote, oh my gosh, it's so bad. When she says that line, I don't know you, but I dislike you already. <laughs> I, I, I think I even snorted out loud. I was just like, really? And that wig, come on. I know that wig. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But Drew Car- Drew Drew Carey, <laughs> Drew Barrymore's wig was pretty good in the first. That one. was a wig. Like that wasn't so bad. Was it a wig? I think it was. Oh. Oh. Right? Or do you think it was her hair? I actually. Well, if I'm comparing, if if you're comparing the two, it looks more realistic. 
on her that it looks like real mm-hmm. hair. Uh, Drew Barrymore. It does, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm, it does. The other one looked pretty, like, party city shaking. Yeah, though. really. <laughs> this is the second one. Um, and then Omar in the bathroom. When Hey, when Omar Epps, like, goes into the bathroom because they're, like, fighting or doing whatever, it is pretty funny when they're sitting in the movie theater and then she's like, give me some money to get some popcorn. And he's like, don't you have money? She's like, I, I didn't for, ask for my money. <laughs> I asked for your money. <laughs> I asked for your money. I was like, that's Jada. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, he goes into the bathroom and then she like goes and sits down. He goes into the bathroom. And then of course, like what was happening? Like something was happening in the bathroom stall. I think the, whoever, whichever killer it was, be it Mickey or Mrs. Loomis in the bathroom at the time. No one has to be Mickey, right? He, I was, I was trying to turn up the volume, but it just Mm -hmm. sounded like a fake makeout session. I should have put the captions on. Oh. The closed captions. Smart. Uh, we're <laughs> we're terrible podcast reviewers. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. We'll come back on the next Somebody episode comment with, with the beginning the actual, talking about like, Scream 2. <laughs> the actual script. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I should look it up. I, as you're talking. All right. I keep going. Yeah. But yeah. set this up. Set up this death yeah. scene. This is but yeah. Exciting. No. Um. Omar Epps like walks in he like listens in to the next stall because he's like oh yeah it sounds raunchy or whatever all of a sudden he's like yeah that's what I thought in ear I can't go into a bathroom without looking behind me like in a public bathroom I'm like that's to this day I'm like nope (laughs) men's bathrooms just sketch me out yeah (laughs) what are you doing in in general No, I, I'm not in a men's bathroom, but I am very sketched out by by a men's bathroom. Like, just the concept of urinals, I don't even know how, I don't know how guys do it. I really don't. But it's just weird. Yes. And there's some that are like, there's like eight on the wall. And like, you kind of have to go like one, you have to space one, right? Like, there's like a, there's like an etiquette involved. Well, it's like a basic rule, right? In certain bathrooms. Okay. In certain (laughs) bathrooms, there's a stall and then the privacy privacy window and then a stall. Oh, yeah, that little, like, yeah. Some are just like, we don't give a fuck, whatever. And then it gets worse where it's like highway stops, highway stop bathrooms. Uh They use, like, a fucking trough. So there's no privacy whatsoever. It looks like a fucking bathtub. And I'm like... Y'all just peeing in a bucket, like, like a coven. Just, I think more goes on in a truck stop bathroom. Well, than yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Don't even peeing in a bucket. On that one. I've seen porn with that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> truck stop bathroom. Oh god. But yeah, no men's bathrooms are dirty. Um, anywho. <laughs> so yeah we don't really know what he said in there no. i'll have to do some deep diving and find a copy of the script or something yeah and see what it says so then he leans his ear over being like yeah and then boom how first of all he gets shot with an ear not shot like stabbed through right. the ear with this knife i have so many questions and this could not happen because really those stalls <laughs> are like fiberglass they're like inches and inches thick of fiberglass you really have you to cannot like puncture 
to <laughs> yeah yeah you can't puncture a knife through it like period no. oh. like it would get stuck in like maybe a few half like a half an inch in it wouldn't even make it like through it no so that has to be like foam core yeah and also how does he know where his ear is like the how blade? do you even know like <laughs> that you're even going to get his head maybe he wasn't aiming for his ear we later find out his name is Phil Stevens, but Omar Epps, for lack of better, uh, he gets killed in the bathroom, and like, un- cra- crazily, he finds his ear and like ends up stabbing him. So then Jada is still out in the theater, and everyone. This is what makes it so crazy because everyone in the theater is like dressed up. Oh like, yeah, in the, go- mean, the knives. And the not the glow in the dark knives are out. The costumes are out. The costumes were supplied by the the production company. Yeah, um, like so the they movie. gave them the theater for free. Um, it's opening weekend, so it's like completely nuts. It's like a concert. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so packed. It's and then Jada's so just like, oh, and he comes back, like, you know, his outfit and everything. And he has the mask, like, because they all got them. And he scared him with her earlier. So he, like, comes and sits down. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, da da da. And she's, like, talking like, to him. He's, like, talking back. <laughs> yeah. And then she just, like, sees all this blood. And then he find out, like, that's the fucking guy. And then he just stabs her. And then she's like, oh, my God. She's, like, running. Like, not running, but she's, like, in the theater. And nobody believes her because it's, like. You just don't yeah, know it's a prank for the movie. Yeah. yeah. And then she like gets on top of the stage and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh shit. And they all just like slowly take their masks off. And I'm like, so no one's calling an ambulance, I guess. <laughs> I guess right, we're all exactly. just watching this happen. Just like in slow-mo. <laughs> like everyone's just like, what? Like, whoa. Oh yeah. And I then mean, boom. Yeah. And that's the intro. And it's like, uh, I read something about like, it was, 12 more minutes longer than the first uh scene which you're very more in the first uh was it yeah like, yeah there was more dialogue over, with them. Yeah. yeah um but that's when it becomes real be- uh for the audience because they're like taking off their masks and they're like holy shit but yeah they're like wait yeah. this isn't in the film. like her like, her, her screaming real? her wail is like ridiculous yeah, it is. It's it's like so like in pain. I'm like, oh god, this is terrible. And then of course it's like, boom, title sequence, scream two, and you're like, fuck yeah, yeah. Here we go. And then here we the fucking go. In uh, what is it? The dorm that Sydney is residing in. Mm-hmm. And then she sees on the news. First, we see like Sydney's in school. We like pan into her dorm room, and she has like a totally normal whatever dorm room. And then like her phone rings, and this guy's like, "What's your favorite scary movie?" And she's like, "You're like, oh god, it's fucking right. happening again." And then she does the most '90s thing ever. She grabs her caller ID, ID, and it's not even on her phone. It's attached to the phone via phone cord. I had one of those. <laughs> I totally did too. That was one of my nineties moments. It's always technology that she actually had a separate caller ID, like because that's how you got them at first. They were like I just, I, I, even though you can't see the guy, like I just love that interaction because she's just like, she's just like calling him out, and he's like, "Holy shit!" And he's like, "She's like, damn." She's like calling him out. This is a, this is a, a 
what did she say? Something She's like, like, this is a violation, a violation. of like, you know, federal <laughs> code, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, you can go to jail or like a fine. And the guy's like, oh shit. And like hangs up. <laughs> I was like, oh God. And then of course is when you see on the news that like, uh, Hallie is her sassy black roommate. Sassy uh, black of friend. course. Yeah. Again, another trope that, god please just give us a real role why do we have to be cameramen and fucking roommates <laughs> like yeah. can she is in the film i i have to say though she is in the film a fair bit a uh, fair bit yeah which totally. is good that she didn't get killed off that early but um but yeah but but jada was pretty good as like being the couple that obviously would get killed first but um i, I wish good. like ali i wish um the actress's name who i can't remember but i'm gonna call oh, it at least neil yeah, I wish her and Jada would switch roles and Jada was, like, the college roommate. Oh, that would be cool. But I feel like Jada looks older. True. She, like, looks super mature for some yeah. reason. Like, she just looks like she would be, like, 21 or 22 and, like, mm-hmm. out of school and they're, like, 19. Like, she would look weird roommate, uh, being a roommate with Neb Campbell. She'd be, like, I feel the, like. Den, the den mother. Or yeah, whatever she, you would. Call it. <laughs> she would be. She was in a different world. She was she was in the college in that show, but she was Jada young. Was in a different world. Yeah, Jada was in a different world. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, she was in a different world. I forgot what season. I think it's. I don't think it's an early season. I think it's the ones not with Lisa Bonet, like because Lisa Bonet left. But like the later after. Yeah, it's like the later ones. Like I never finished that. I've only seen like the. Oh, first it's good. Season, it's really good. Yeah, it's really really good. Um. So then we see that like Sydney is looking at on her like TV another like a uh, college '90s thing that little TV you have and like Cotton's on the news. Cotton Weary, aka Liev Schreiber, who was framed for the murder in the last film, murder of her mom. Do you know the interviewer um, was uh, Kevin Williamson? Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, cool. Or not that's Kevin Williamson. Cool. I'm sorry, Wes Craven. Oh, Wes Craven? Yeah, no, that was that's him. cool. Yeah. Um, and then and during the doing watching this, during the news, she finds out that these two kids who went to her college have just been killed at the theater for the movie about her life. So they're just, she's just like, oh, fuck, like, this is crazy. And then I think she's like, I had to go talk to Randy. Because, like, Randy goes to school there, too. So she's like, I got to go talk to Randy. Like, obviously, he's been through this. So then we cut to, like, one of my favorite scenes in the whole film. Me and too. it's, like, it's Randy's film class. The and film it literally class. has, like, Joshua Jackson, Timothy Oliphant, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, is that it? As far as well, the those are the, main, the, the main, main ones. Star, yeah. yeah which is really cool. Um, and they're all just talking about different films and they're talking about sequels, which is so meta because this is a sequel. Yeah, I, and, I, I love it. Yeah, it's great. I love how they nod all those. I love that Randy's kind of like the cinephile, like of He's the, the epitome group. of just like the all-knowing, <laughs> everything yeah. about movies, to everything. And he's and just now like quoting. Yeah, now Mickey's a close second because we just meet Mickey now. So he's like this, like a um, like film student who's like really, really into film and like knows all this stuff. Same with Sarah Michelle Gellar, mm-hmm. and same with Pacey a little bit, Joshua Jackson, Jackson. which looked like he stepped off the Dawson's Creek set. <laughs> it's <laughs> literally, it's just like, hey, I'm going to work next door. Yeah, right. I think it was like right before Dawson's Creek premiered, so I bet you he was taping the first season. Or like the first episode. Was that ninety? Because this came out in this came out in December of ninety seven, and I think Dawson's Creek premiered in January of ninety eight. Oh, that's right. 
And I think like he probably had just filmed like the first whatever a few mm-hmm. episodes mm-hmm. before it went on because he looked exactly like he did in, in the early season. He looks <laughs> yeah, he looks so so young. Um, and then I said, ew. And then, okay, we come out of film. Like, she's outside film class waiting for Randy. And Randy's like, they're all like, oh, God, you're never going to get her. And she's like, yeah, whatever. He's like, yeah, whatever. Maybe I'm going to get the girl. And then he comes out. And he has that really funny, like, British accent for, like, two lines. People get framed, maimed, murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's like, come on, Randy. I'm freaking out. This is about our life. And people die. And he's like, no, it's not. It has nothing to do with us. Like, just stop finding, try, stop trying to find things. Like, to, you know, to, like, be. You know, upset about. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I'd be mad paranoid. And then fucking Vanilla McVanilla Farm walks up and it's fucking Jerry. Yes. <laughs> Vanilla McVanilla Farm. I love it. <laughs> he, he walks up and it's fucking Jerry O'Connell, guys. And his name is Derek and that's her new boring ass boyfriend. He's got like the reddest cheeks I've ever seen. Yeah. Was he married to Rebecca Romaine then? I think he was. He was oh. married to her for oh. like. Yeah, like no, no, a no, really no, no. long time. He was dating um freaking Sarah Michelle. Oh, you're right. Okay, when did he marry uh Rebecca Romaine? Let's I think Google. like 2005. Oh, 2007. Oh. She was married to Derek to what's his name Stamos. That's who I'm thinking yeah. of. This is who she's married to now. She used to be married to Stamos. That was 98. Okay, sorry, got the wrong wrong guy. But yeah, so now I wrote, Ugh, why is Jerry O'Connell her boyfriend? But I guess she's playing it safe. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. I mean. I mean, because Billy was pretty fucking nuts. Hot, but nuts. So she went the opposite way. She went frat boy, dumb, boring. Maybe she okay. went to like one of those bars where they do the whole like five minute dating thing where she's like, okay, my first dating? question is, do you have serial killer tendencies? Okay, And he's met? pre-med. <laughs> what? Pre-med, pre-med yeah. is kind of suspect too, which I think Randy brings up later. He's like, how does he just get stabbed and like never <laughs> doesn't hit any arteries? Like, cause he's a med student. Right. Um, and then I said, oh, we first meet Gail again. Gail is back, AKA Courtney Cox. Um, and then she meets the local reporter, Debbie Salt, who's like super in your face, like really gutsy, really kind of like busybody local reporter. And she's like, oh, my God, I love you. I loved your book. I like want to be just like you. Yeah, idolizes like, Gail. Yeah, yeah, super like tabloid. She doesn't blink. Definitely later she doesn't blink, but she doesn't really I know her blink. eyes are forever like glued open. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> Um, and then we meet Portia de Rossi and Rebecca Gayhart as like these super dumbass sorority sisters that literally pop in and out and could be anyone. (laughs) And they literally just come in and out. And then I wrote, Dewey came back. Dewey's here checking up on Sydney. Uh, I was like, they all have red brown hair. Was there a special at the hair salon? (laughs) (laughs) They all got like this reddish brown tint on their hair. I think it was. Gail's was more red though. I think like back then. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the two main colors to get to be like, quote unquote, edgy were either like blonde or red. That's true. That's very, very true. Um, And then we get probably one of my favorite scenes, like the Gail cotton weary ambush. Oh, my God. When like Gail is talking to Sydney and she's like. Oh my God, Sydney! Like you know, I want to hear what you have to say about this story. And punches her again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. But before that, she like moves out of the way, and Cotton just like pops up, <laughs> like the way they film him, kind of like popping up, like uh-huh. hey. And I was like, he's fucking massive. How did she not see him standing back there? Oh, yeah, like, he looked like he had to like kneel down, or yeah, like... it looked like he came up from the ground. <laughs> yeah. 
was like, what is this? And he comes up and she's like, what the fuck? You're fucking ambushing me. And then, and then she's like, please share, share with us. I'll share with you. Punches her. <laughs> Bam. Bitch went down. Bam. Super. Um, which is, yeah, which is so awesome. Um, and then I said, uh, of course. So she's like, no, get the fuck away from me. Then you see her like, fucking Hallie, her roommate, is like, come on, we gotta go to the sorority party. It's gonna be super fun. She wants to pledge. Uh, Sydney doesn't, but they want Sydney for some reason. It's probably just because they're racist, but who the fuck knows? But or I feel like they're... she's a pseudo-celebrity, and they're like, oh, is she though? give us points. She's not, though. Well, not like... a celebrity in a celebrity term, but like because like everyone's talking about her. You know, Do you think have, they wanted her before this? Or, huh? Do you think they wanted her before this this murder happened? Uh, probably not. Because she would be like every other girl. That's true. It seemed kind of weird that they were always brushing off her roommate. And I was like, but I'm sure it could have been anyone. It's probably not because she was racist. But it just, it just looked really weird. I was like, okay, this girl wants to be in there. Fucking let her in there. She's going to give you your fucking stupid ass dues money. Which is what you guys want anyway. To like have this big house and do all this crazy shit. But um... Yeah, so I said, of course, they're in a sorority party. So they're going and hanging out and doing all this weird shit. And then we flash to Cece, a.k.a. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, another AKA one of my Buffy. favorite. A.k.a. Buffy forever. And uh, another one of my favorite scenes where she's on the phone and you said she's talking to Selma Blair. Yeah, she's pretty awkward, but um, that's what Wikipedia, dear old Wikipedia Ooh. does. <laughs> <laughs> and then a few years later, they'll make out in Cruel Intentions. This yep. is all very super connected. Oh, very. <laughs> the, 90s, the 90s, like, teen world of, like, or 90s, early 20s. And like, it's funny because she's, they're talking about um, an episode of Party of Five. Yeah. Stars, Nev Campbell. All, yep, Nev Campbell. And also uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, who Sarah Michelle Gellar was in I Know What You Did, I know you did A year before. <laughs> yeah, like... It's it's so crazy. I love it. Crazy. Um, yeah, I was going to be like, also starring Gretchen Wieners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Mean Girls. Because <laughs> we're not talking about Mean Girls like, at all, but we should be, because that movie's fucking awesome. Imagine but, Gretchen um, Wieners in screen. That would be amazing. Dude, yeah, it would have been really good if she was in the fourth one. Right. Emma Roberts was pretty good, though, because she definitely plays crazy really well. Oh, definitely. So I think, yeah. I, well, And we forgot to mention that Scream 5 is officially, like, given the green light now. Yeah, it's so, supposed to start filming soon and be released um, my birthday month of 2022. Yay. So I hope this one's good. Uh, Nev Campbell's back. Courtney Cox. David Arquette. Are those the only mainstays? Those are the main ones. And then there's like, uh, if anyone out there has watched 13 Reasons Why, um, the main guy, yeah, I don't remember his name at the time, but he's casted in it. Um, the uh, the girl who plays the younger sister in You, the Netflix TV series. Uh, oh, season okay. Two. Um, she's in there. Uh, if anyone has watched the nightmare on elm street reboot one of the guys from there is in there oh wow okay some other people yeah but yeah we don't know what the story is yet but no no they probably won't let us know because yeah they want to keep it like super quiet but it should be cool it should be be cool i'm actually really um 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked. It's been a while. When was that other one I saw in the theater? That was like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I think I was the like only one in the theater at that time. What? I was the only one in the theater at that time. Um, no way. Uh, yeah. I think because okay. it was in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. Scream 4 was, oh, 2011. I was going to say it was a really long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no way. No way. Um, okay, so Cece's on the phone. Selma Blair's on the phone talking to her. And then they hang up. And then I wrote, she's Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> she totally, and literally is. She's even dressed She like literally Buffy. is Buffy. Yeah, she, she is. She yeah. like stepped off of season got one. got her hair quaffed at like, the Buffy-esque hairdo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks, it's so cool. And she thinks it's like this guy, Ted, at first, who's Which like, this guy her is loaded. Yeah, like I think so. Because she's like, all right, Ted, you're loaded. What's up? And it's Ghostface doing the typical, like, what's your scary mo- my favorite scary movie? I'm in the fucking house. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The scariest bit, which was on par to when uh, he said to Drew Barrymore, like, I want to know who I'm looking at. That was like, Ooh. what was creepy, too, was when she... Okay, so so uh, Cece's, like, walking around the house, and she's, like, really creeped out on the phone with him. And she's like what the fuck? This is not, this isn't funny anymore. And she hears something and it's like one of the other sisters is home mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh, Hey, Hey guys. She's like, Oh my God, I thought you were someone. She's like, whatever. So then she hangs up the phone and then it rings back. And then the guy's like, Oh yeah, I'm Ted. And she gives the phone and then she goes, Oh yeah, don't forget to set the alarm. And oh she's like, yeah, funny. I know. <laughs> and then when she's on the phone, she like goes back to the phone and he's like, you'll never don't find me. Don't forget to set the alarm. But I was like, Oh my God. And like, I think at that point I was really scared because I was like, he repeated back what she just heard, which means he's fucking there yeah although couldn't he have maybe heard it through the open phone that too but i don't know if the phone was actually open but more realistically yeah he's in the house yeah more realistically, <laughs> he's in the house. so i was like oh my god so then obviously like he's in the house a big tussle ensues and she gets she goes all the way up to the fucking third floor like a dumbass i'm like you just locked the door in front of you open the door and run out like why are like they like someone alluded to in the first one? Yeah, exactly, exactly what happened. Last white girl goes, <laughs> runs up yeah. the stairs. Yeah, like exactly, and also akin to like when you were saying when Jada in the beginning is like, "Bitch, hang up and star sixty nine his ass." <laughs> That's another nineties moment. Star sixty nine. Right. <laughs> I mean, it still works, but. <laughs> Why bother? I think it charges you like five bucks. I think it yeah. charges you like an obscene amount. Oh, they like, charge you now for it? What? I think so, yeah. Same with like okay. star six, seven. Like when you would use it to block your number before you would call. Oh, I never You do like star that. six, seven. Yeah. Oh, you never do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you do that and they charge you too because they block the call. Oh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Buffy ends up getting, or Cece ends up getting thrown out of the fucking, the uh, she gets stabbed and then she gets thrown off the like balcony of the third floor. And and then I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, this fucking sucks. And then then we go to see like the party that's going on down the street, the sorority party that Sydney's there, Hallie's there, Derek's there, uh, Mickey's there, Randy's there. So like they're all there. Stu is there, right? He, yeah, he's, he's apparently. I guess he was just hanging out on set, and they were like, yeah, whatever. We're not gonna focus on you because you're supposed to be dead, but. <laughs> it's so cool I, I love it yeah and this is when we see like mickey hit on hallie and i was like hallie why are you really not going for this what? is he really hitting on her though 
I think kind of, sort of. I think he would go for it if she did. And doesn't something happen later where they're, like, together? Like, he does something she... I think she was just been chased, and she, like, sees him. And and Hallie, like, goes to Mickey. It's kind of unclear, but I was like... He's like, come on, will you dance? And she's like, no. And I was like, oh, he's like, oh, come on. And she's like, no. I was like, what? You should. Um, And then I was like, then Randy's at the party, and, like, Randy and Mickey have this kind of, like, back and forth. They're like they're still talking like, about the, uh, they're still talking about oh yeah about the movies yeah the movie yeah. sequels their class yeah and he's like Star Wars Return of the, like whatever I don't know what the fucking everyone's the Jedi, you know? yeah and he's like part of a trilogy not considered a sequel right. <laughs> like so he's like still trying to like get him with the rules um and then uh they hear about like they hear all the cop cars and everything and everyone's like running to CC to see like to that house down the street, the sorority house. And then like Sydney's in the house and she's like getting her shit and she's getting ready to go. And Derek's outside and the phone rings. And of course it's fucking, you know who you answer and the phone at somebody else's place. Like it's not even at a sorority phone. that you don't live in or even know anyone. Don't answer the like, phone, bitch. Yeah. Why are you not? Why are you answering? answering you could have avoided this whole thing. She well, could have just literally thing, walked but... straight out to Derek. Yeah. And this whole entire scene would not have happened. But this was really funny and scary movie when they reenacted this one. <laughs> when she was when he was like, "Where are? Do you know where I am?" And then she's like, "You're behind the You're couch." Behind the <laughs> can you see me? I can see your feet. <laughs> yeah, it was like I think it was like around that. Like it kind of felt like that scene. Um, and then of course, like she's screaming, chasing, running around. Derek runs in, and Derek's like around the, the side of the house, and she's like. He's like, oh my god, he's inside? Okay, I'm gonna go inside. And then you don't even see what happens. You just hear all this crashing around. And then I think Dewey comes in. Yeah, he, like, miraculously, like, appears. Yeah, shows up. And I was like, okay, did Dewey do it this time? Like, at this point, we don't know who did it. So we're like, what? Maybe it's it's totally Derek. We're totally thinking it's the boyfriend again. Like, it has to be. And then he comes. I think, like, Dewey, like, busts in the door. And Derek's just sitting there with, like, a gash on his arm. And he's like, he got me. He got me and he ran away. <laughs> I was like, you fucking vanilla bitch. I hate you. I was like, you're just sitting on the floor. And he's like, he he got me. He got me. <laughs> and then like, I think Dewey like wraps up his shirt. And he's like, put pressure on it. It'll be fine. And I was like, oh God, these two are such idiots. So then Hallie and Mickey are like at the hospital because they're all like shaken up because Derek's been stabbed. And then of course, and I said, Mickey's at the hospital. I was like, why would he go? I wrote, why would he go there? Is it to be with Hallie? Because I don't know why Mickey would go. Because he doesn't care about Derek. But they have a weird friend dynamic. I don't think it's quite a friend dynamic. Um, And then, of course, the cops are asking Derek all sorts of questions. It's kind of suspect that he was there. Like, how he met, why did he go into this, like, house unarmed? So they naturally just think he's got something to do with it. So do we. Um, And then it's when you get like, which is probably one of my other favorite scenes is when like Gail and the chief of police and Dewey are like writing all the names on the board. And they're like, these are the victims. And then they place together that they're the names of the victims from the first one. I, I forget if I told you earlier, um, chief Hartley is his name and he's Mm -hmm. actually David Arquette's father. Mm. Yeah. Um. And the sad thing is that he died in two thousand one. Oh no. Yeah. But oh, anyway, man. yeah. I, f- I forgot to say that. I think behind the scenes. But. 
Go ahead. Oh, I like yeah. that. Well, I, I like yeah. that scene a lot. So now they have like the same names, which means this is definitely someone who goes to the school because how else would they know the names of the of like Jada and Omar Epps? Right. Like, they have to have known who they were and like known what their names were. And then Sydney is like tells Derek now like you've got to stay away from her, um, or stay away from me. Like she's like everyone, you know, he's after me. He's I'm gonna die, so you like can't be around me. He's gonna kill you. And he's like I don't care. And that's when he's in the cafeteria and he pulls that Top Gun shit. I fucking love it. It's one of Which my you love. <laughs> and it's I wrote dorky wow. as, it's dorky life before dorky. cell phones. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And then he gives her his Greek letters, which is whatever, supposedly a really big deal. And the frat gets mad, blah, blah, blah. I didn't go to a fan. Um, Harvard on the pike. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, I mean, I went to school with frats, but I don't remember like the whole letter thing. Like, I don't know if that's a big deal. If you were in one or are in one, then let us know. But I don't know if it's a big deal. Um, and then we amazingly see Tori Spelling on TV when Randy and Dewey are like in the cafeteria or somewhere. And I wrote, of course, Tori Spelly is playing Sydney. Ha, Luke Wilson is Billy. (laughs) (laughs) And they show like a scene from the film and it's literally verbatim, like from the other scene. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's pretty cool. It's from the other one. Um, And then I, I, this is another one of my favorite scenes is Randy and Dewey discussing sequels Mm -hmm. and like doing a suspect rundown of like, okay, well it could be Mickey freaky tarantino film student (laughs) i like that line too (laughs) it could be they're like maybe it's their roommate and they're like uh no and he's like no what about it'd be perfect Candyman's daughter she's (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and then he's like (laughs) it's so funny and he says like there's no um and and like the camera the camera ready is camera guys ready to bounce now so we've discussed like who we think is the the suspect, but we still have no idea. And the cam- Gail's cameraman is like, "Fuck this! I heard that your other cameraman died. I'm reading the books. I'm ready to bounce." Like right. out. <laughs> um, and then I wrote, "Why do we care about Sydney's drama class?" But I guess that has to do with like how the whole thing plays out in the end, and that she's a drama student and she's a survivor. Yeah, I wrote. It's kind of funny that her teacher says. There's no understudy for this role. I'm desperate. Yeah. (laughs) The actor is famous too. I just, I for, he's been in so many things. He's like a, he's a legend. Uh, yeah, he is. Let's look him up. Um, he is, uh, is it Gus Gold? Is that a real person? Uh, yeah. Is that his, the actor's name? David Warner. Yeah. Yeah, David Warner. He's been acting for like ever. Yeah, yeah, he's um English, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's in some Star Trek films and The Omen. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So, um so yeah, then I read, it's so funny that he's like I need you. I'm desperate. And of course, this is when during rehearsal fucking Ghostface shows up, which I guess is so weird that nobody notices that. I'm sorry, but that bothered the shit out of me. Out of, like, all the all the right? other scenes that have a little bit of, like, weirdness here and there, this one bothered me the most because, yes, okay, the, the backup, I don't know what you call them, but they're in robes and they're in, like, Greek masks. Clearly, mm-hmm. the Ghostface is not a Greek mask. It's, like, different from the rest. And he's wielding his, like, famous knife. Like, do you not see that it as the director of this play? Because he's in the audience with, like, 
four or five other students that are watching this thing. Uh huh. Do you not see this? Like, how is this visible? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand that. I also me. like the motions that he uses. It's like very dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> like like when you see him in this weird like he has the the out like ghost face has the outfit on and he has like this brown like burlap like around him like to kind of like disguise him. Oh, yeah. But his moves are really funny. They're like ah, they're like all like <laughs> they're like surprise. Dramatic. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's just like running around screaming. I was like, oh god. I um, mean, yeah. It's a lot. So now she gets two detectives put on her because she's just like, okay, I'm, you know, like, I need... The most silent detectives. So I wrote, so useless. So useless. useless detectives ever. This is when Gail makes that great quote about, like, those naked photos. And she's like, they were like, I think Dewey's like, weren't there naked photos of you leaked? She's like, it was just my face. It was Jennifer Aniston's body. Who also, they both started in Friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're probably still in Friends uh, as this was oh, going yeah. on. This I'm was sure. Like the later 97. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is when another one of my favorite scenes where the killer, I think, calls, is it Randy? Oh, yeah. I think the killer calls Randy. So it's Randy, Dewey, and Gale, and they're all on the quad during the day. And he's like, oh, you know, you got the wrong guy. You thought it was Derek, blah, blah, blah. And they're, like, taunting him. And then he kind of says something where they, like, know that he can see them. And they're like, okay, we've got to scour the quad and look for people on cell phones because there aren't that many. (laughs) And then they do, like, what you – one of the rules you really shouldn't do in any kind of scary movie, they all split up. Yeah. (laughs) They all totally split up. And Randy has probably, like, the best. He's just like, they're like, Randy, just keep him on the phone while we go, mm-hmm. like, look around. And, and I think, like, Gail and Dewey stay together, though. Oh, that's true. They yeah, it's just, together. like, Randy who's, yeah. like, on the phone with them, and then they're going to look. I'm like, he could be on the phone and looking at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's on the phone with them, and he's like, so, uh, what's up? <laughs> and he goes like, oh, you're like such a fucking loser, Randy. Like, oh, you know, you'll never get the girl. Cause you like, you know, you love, everyone knows he loves Sydney and like, she doesn't like him like that. And he's like, oh, you're fucking pathetic. What you want to be one of the big boys? Manson, Manson Bundy. Bundy, OJ. <laughs> I wrote that as one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> and then that's when, and he was like, you're, and then they talk about like Billy. He's like, oh, you're talking about fucking Billy. He's like, he was a pathetic mama's boy. I'm over- the mama yeah. and, the yeah. and then all of a sudden he gets like yanked into the van and then these guys are like bopping around with like a boom box they're not even paying like, attention to what's happening around the not even paying attention and fucking randy i wrote randy died i wrote no randy number four that's the fourth person now who's mm-hmm. died. um and then i was like oh my god and that's really scary when they find him when they oh, like when so they gut-wrenching i was i actually shed a tear i remember that I was like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I was really scared in the theater. I was like, no, Randy! They got, like, um, the Wes Craven and others, they got so much flack for uh, killing Randy off. Yeah, he yeah. should have been a mainstay. Yeah. I would have preferred Dewey gone and Randy stayed. Yeah. I mean, I just like Randy. Like, I feel like he's he's really good because he's got the movie knowledge. Yeah. And don't they even bring him up in Scream 3? Don't they, like, play a tape? Yeah, his uh, his, like, his on-screen sister shows up at the set of like yeah, the movie ads or whatever, um, and she's like, "Hey, Sydney, I have to play this tape," and it's kind of like what people used to do. Like, "Hey, if you see this tape, 
you know I'm dead kind of thing. Like a um, disturbing behavior? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he's like, this is how to survive a trilogy. <laughs> and you're like, oh, his rules again. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, his rules. So he would have been such a great character to have throughout all the films, but I understand like someone big has to die, but yeah. it would have been good. Um, then I wrote, okay, they're in the library. And she gets like an instant message and she's like, what's this? What's going on? My computer froze. And the guy next to her is like, no, you just have an instant message. And she's like, but I'm not online. And he's like, it, they're all connected. The computers are all connected. It's someone in the library. And it's like an IM that says like, you're going to die tonight. But it's not a regular IM. It's from like a computer from like 1987. It's like super old. It even that was like, in one of my 90s screen. moments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. It doesn't even have like a color screen. Uh, but it is upgraded from the nine one one that no, she had a color screen in the first one. Well, color as in like RGB. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like only like red, green, and blue. Oh yeah, totally. But it is an upgrade from her last uh, computer where she was trying to dial nine one one. It was on only green, and black. Yeah, it was like speak deaf type. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why does she have this? <laughs> but um, yeah. So that so it is an upgrade from that, but. She is there, and then they're like, you're going to die tonight. And they said, the police can't save you. And then she, like, ba- the way she backs off from the computer, like, the chair falls, and it's mm-hmm. so dramatic. I was like, bitch, it's a computer. And then the cops, like, run up. They're like, oh, my God. All right, Sydney. The well, security detail, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put you over here in this little side side corner by a stairway. and then By herself. You. Yeah, and then leave you. <laughs> like, what? It's only been right there. And then, like, guess who's there? Fucking Cotton. Why is he being unattended? Why is he just lurking around? That was my other second. Like, I have so many questions about Cotton. I wrote, Cotton is fame obsessed and wearing the same shoes as Ghostface? Question mark. They make yeah. They make sure to like zoom in on his feet when he's walking down. When he's like kind of walking in front of the stair and she's going down. Like he's kind of like walking like in front like to her but she's like backing away yeah he's super fame obsessed he's trying to get her to do this diane sawyer interview because she wrongfully accused him i also have here sydney is cracked and spiraling for a good reason although cotton is misunderstood and you fucking framed him bitch he was in jail for an entire year because you thought you saw him leave and i guess your mom's just around with everybody (laughs) because I-, I want a Lifetime movie on Maureen. He's no, Sharon Stone. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that was a quote from the first one, y'all. That was a quote from the first one, yeah. That's right. Your mother was no Sharon Stone. <laughs> oh, God. Poor Stu. Um, yeah, I wrote, he's innocent. What are your thoughts on Cotton? I think he's a little misunderstood. Cotton, he's misunderstood. He um, looks like a bobblehead <laughs> because Leo Schreiber's head is bigger than his body, I think. Um, I, like I said, I just don't understand. Okay. Yes. He was wrongfully accused and let let set free, but why still he's lurking? Like, I mean, so yeah, now the shit's like popping off. Like Randy's died now. Like people are dying. It's kind of crazy. And there's like a campus curfew. They're going to move Sydney to like another location. I wrote, okay, the cameraman has now quit. He's like, fuck this shit's going on. I said, okay, but why wouldn't they just shut down the college or have Sydney take a leave of absence? Right. Like if this person is after Sydney, then like, why wouldn't they just like have her take a leave of absence or she would just transfer somewhere? And I wrote, people are trying to kill her. 
<laughs> you're doing nothing for her. Um, and then, of course, the cameraman's like, fuck it, I quit. Here are all the tapes of the crowds. I'm out. So Dewey and Gail are like, tape of the crowd? He's probably on there. So they're going to go run to the archive and like find out. I like out. the scene a lot. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then it's like you see the B-roll of like all of them. Like all of like mm-hmm. most of the birds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you see that like someone was there, and then you see Ghostface like up in like the auditorium bit, and this huge chase ensues. That scared the um, shit out of me. Um, I remember yeah, when I first totally, saw it. Totally did. Um, and then I said, "Oh my god, Gail totally leaves Dewey. Like Dewey, like like fell actually in the auditorium because of his balance. I think like because he was trying to run down the stairs, but they're like those lecture halls where there's like no rails." So you just have to like run down, but he like totally fell. She runs. And I wrote, then there's like that whole crazy tension scene where she's in that like newsroom. Like, oh God. Yeah. Room. And he's like, he's like stalking her. Yeah. yeah. And he's like stalking her on the other side. And then they like try, she finally gets him and then Dewey's there and then it's soundproof and she doesn't hear him. And then it's too late. And she hears like, I think she, he hits the microphone really late and he gets stabbed. Yeah. yeah. And he gets stabbed right in front of her, like right in front of the glass. That was a pretty good scene for like a horror film. I thought. Oh yeah. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, where it's like right on the glass. That was right another there. shed tear moment. I was like, oh my god, Deputy Dewey. I know. I know. It's like number five, Deputy Dewey left for dead. And then I said, where are the, okay, now the cops are taking Sydney out of town. I said, where are they taking her? Out of town? Question mark. Like, is she still going to class? She has that drama uh, play coming up. Like, that's really confusing. Um, so Derek says bye to her. He's like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're leaving. And she's like, all right, I'm going to go. And then his frat bros come and like haze him for taking the letters. I wrote, lame, get rid of him now. Yeah, that, that scene was kind of like, bleh. Yeah, right. That had nothing to do with anything. I wrote, okay, the cops are super weird in the car when they when she's like, hey, where are you guys taking us? I think Hallie and Sydney are going to get taken away. And they're like, where that's are you guys taking us? And they're like, yeah, when, like, if we tell you, we'd have to kill you. It was like, oh my God, it's them. <laughs> All of a sudden, Ghostface comes in through the windshield. like again i was like what the fuck is this again these doors Um, windshields like they're really fucking sensitive (laughs) yeah i wrote okay ghostface is pretty savage shaking out two cops with just a knife and like drives i I love it yeah and he totally drives and is all crazy and another fucking crazy scene where they crash the car and they have to get out and the doors are all locked and blocked and they have to crawl over him oh i remember in the theater being like oh yeah oh my god so i'm so so scared yeah Yeah. because they climb so slow and i'm like ghostface has this perfect opportunity to just like lift up the knife into her stomach Mm -hmm. but oh (laughs) i wrote sliding across ghost in the car the tension i was like sydney can't from the outside she has to crawl couldn't she break a window for her roommate (laughs) if he could break the window that easily (laughs) killing the cop she could easily break the window she didn't have to slide over him and then they both get out thank god and then she fucking goes back She's like, I have to find out who it is. I was like, bitch, you should have ripped it off after the girl got out. Why did you go run up the street and then turn around and go, I have to find out who it is. And you could have saved your roommate. Mm -hmm. I said, oh my God, she's going back and she gets Hallie killed because he comes up from behind her. Uh Number six. (laughs) That's what I have wrote, number six. And I wrote, oh yeah, Gail. (laughs) 
We're back to Gail. Gail's like still running around that film school. And then she runs into Cotton and he's got like blood all over, all over his hands. And she, I was like, it's all fucked now. Um, I was like, Debbie Salt is outside of the outside, of course. And she's like, oh my God, call the cops. Like, this guy's fucking crazy. It's Cotton. It's Cotton Weary. And she's like, oh, Cotton Weary. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, like I've got a story. And then Sydney it goes back to the theater. I don't know why from the cop car. Yeah, I mean, why of all places go to the theater? Yeah, I don't get it. It's not like it's opening night. It's not like there's tons of people there. There's a citywide ordinance or campus-wide ordinance where no one can be out. And then she sees Derek uh, hanging up on that like weird crucifix type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's hanging up, and I think his frap didn't his frap rose t- put him up there. Uh, they must have. Yeah, and then I think there's holes. It's not explained. Yeah, there's holes. Yeah, I don't know if Ghostface put him up there. I know he had all those cuts and stuff on his chest. Like it looked like burns. Like it was from the Ghostface. Like it was. No, that was from the hazing. Oh, that was from the hazing. I think so. That's from the hazing. Hazing's fucked. I don't even know. Yeah. So then she tries to untie him, and then she hears like. I think she she is like Derek, and Derek's like barely alive, and he's like all like. And then she hears like, well, maybe it was from Ghostface. Yeah, that's never explained. So yeah, yeah, we never, yeah, we yeah. never know why. And then we get the big reveal where we find out it's Mickey. It's fucking Mickey, <laughs> and he looks. Okay, <laughs> he looks so hot when he takes off the mask, blood uh-huh. and all. I don't care. He just AKA the freaky Tarantino film student. <laughs> um. And I wrote the big reveal, Mickey. And then he tries to make it look like Derek was his partner. And he's like, Derek fucking left my ass. And I had to do all this myself. And she's like, freak, literally, Sydney has lost her mind. And she like can no longer trust any men because men are trash. Mm-hmm. And she's literally just like, oh, my God, everyone's fucking turned on me. Randy's dead. Like, Randy's the only one who's been truthful from the start. Mm-hmm. And like, he's gone. So she's got like fucking no one to really like, oh what am I going to do? Then I wrote, then he shoots Derek when we find out that that's not the case, that Derek was, and he, she just like, he shoots him straight in the heart, right? Oh yeah. That was like, he's out. Like, like, yeah, oh my Mickey God. <laughs> yeah. Mickey's, I guess, stolen that cop gun. Mm-hmm. That's how he got the gun. Um, and then I wrote, then he has his whole big, huge scene, how his, his whole reasoning was like to blame the movies, <laughs> which is, pretty crazy i was like it's pretty spot on where he's like i'll have the christian coalition paying my legal fees I like mean. bob Dole's gonna be on the stand as my witness saying that like the movies have made me more violent but he's actually just really crazy but he just you know he's just like what and then he's like i gotta do this with a partner you didn't think i couldn't do this with a partner all of a sudden gail, like gail walks in, in and, and she's like of like, course gail of course it's you yeah i knew it and then she's like and then all of a sudden like this woman walks out behind her and it's fucking debbie, debbie salt. salt and it's the best when nev campbell goes mrs loomis right <laughs> and then we get the best line of the entire film I can't be. I've seen pictures of you. Billy's mother. <laughs> I mean, I for, love that for some reason, so for some reason, all these years, 
we've always alluded to Billy's mother. <laughs> Billy, it's just mother. so. It's just such a funny line, and the way he does it, he looks I like would, he's like uh, howling at the moon. <laughs> I would love to interview Timothy Oliphant, and I would literally be like, "My favorite thing you've ever done was scream too." Like, and you're like, did you read that line that way? Were there outtakes? Did did you just do it like that, or did they tell you to do it a certain way? Because it's great. And then he's like, you got to have a trial. And then, which is really funny that I alluded that to like when Stu goes like, you got to have a sequel. Because this these days, baby, you know, you got to have a sequel. It's all about the sequel. Yeah, it's all about the sequel. And Mickey literally says like, these days you got to have a trial. It's all about the trial. The trial is going to rock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, The trial is going to rock. And then Debbie's just like, oh, whatever. And then she shoots Mickey. I know. She's not. <laughs> she doesn't even blink at all from this time going forward. It's fucking creepy. I think her Mickey eyes just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, I wrote never blinks ever. And then she talks about all these different deaths. And I, I like her quote where she goes, Randy spoke poorly of Billy and I got a little knife happy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and then she's like, and then she's like, um, she talks about like, you know, it was your mom who was running around with my husband. And I was like, okay, uh, side point. It kind of was Sydney's mom's fault. <laughs> like she kind of was hoeing around, it seems. And, and knew he was that, married. And you find out that more in uh, Scream 3 too. Like kind of like about her back history of how whore she was. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> like not to slut shame, but to slut shame. Uh, <laughs> like... These are married people, and her daughter is dating. Oh, wait. Was she dating Billy when the mom... No. When he she killed was... her mom? Oh, I... That actually... No, I have no idea. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think it's clear whether or not... Like, they, I'm going to have like, to watch she knew Billy, again, but yeah. Yeah, if she knew Billy um, was dating her daughter, and that was the guy she was sleeping with. Like, I don't know if yeah. they were dating at that point. Um, and then I said... Yeah, she tramped. <laughs> it was like the big chase using stage equipment as a thunderdome. <laughs> I mean, that was that was a great scene. It's pretty epic. I have to side say. note. I loved. Uh, I'm going to call her Debbie Salt, Mrs. Loomis, whatever. Um, her her powerhouse white outfit. <laughs> yeah, her executive realness nineties outfit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, Debbie Salt has nine lives. This reminds me of that show Nickelodeon Guts. Oh, my God. Remember? They had to climb up the mountain, and they had, like, rocks falling down. Or a uh, temple, like, uh, what is it? Yeah, temple? Temp- to the Hidden Temple. Legend of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> That's totally what it reminds me of. She was, like, fucking flying. Um, I wrote, Debbie has nine lives. And I wrote, Cotton, he's back again. <laughs> and he just, like, pops up. Cotton's just fucking everywhere. I don't know where he went the first time. I guess Gail ran off from him with the blood, and then we just didn't see where he went. It's like, it's like Dewey and Cotton throughout this whole... Ent- they must have, like, super hearing, and they just, like, pop up where they hear, like, the most... Commotion. Literally. <laughs> um, and then Debbie Salt is, like, like, pops up, comes back, and holds Sydney, and Cotton's on the other side, and she he's just, like... It's literally, like, a struggle, like... Sydney's like, dude, fucking shoot her. She's crazy. She's going to kill me. She's literally like been killing all these people. And then I wrote, wow, this is it. He bargained Sydney's life for a fucking Diane Sawyer interview. Like he literally sits there and says, uh, so if you do this interview, I won't kill. I won't 
I'll let like like kill this woman for you. And all she like, says is what? consider it done. And that's oh, like seals the deal. And I wrote, What <laughs> the fuck? And then I wrote, they all then of course everything she shoots, he shoots uh Debbie and like kills her. And I wrote, They always come back. Mickey pops up, of course. And he like really pops the fuck up. He doesn't just like his <laughs> head doesn't pop up, he like fully like zombie pops up. <laughs> it's like they put this like invisible gurney behind him and was like <laughs> that he just pops up and then they like shoot him and then i think sydney kind of savagely goes over to debbie salt and like shoots her when she doesn't have to because oh, she's already it, dead it's both uh it's both court no oh it's just sydney no it's just sydney at that point because like yeah, cause they look at at him. Her. yeah mm-hmm they look at her like, whoa. And she's like, just in case. Just I was like, case. wow. Sydney's like, Sydney doesn't give a fuck. She's like totally John Wick now. She doesn't give a fuck. And then I wrote, Dewey survived. And the cameraman is back now? Why? Yeah. Like, the cameraman pops back <laughs> as all the shit's done. And he's like, hey, I want to like help film with you. And Gail sees Dewey. It's just like, it's safe to come out now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like he comes out. And then I wrote, so she leaves with Dewey. They're going to go off in the sunset together. And then I wrote, so Cotton now has fame, all he ever wanted. Sydney's like, he's the one who saved our lives. And then I wrote, Sydney's back to pensive walking across campus ends with soul collective song. <laughs> I mean, it's literally, that's literally it. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it collective soul? Isn't it? Riv- I can't sing, but it's like the river shall rise or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Um, um, I like the yeah. soundtrack. It's a, it's a great soundtrack. Um, yeah. What is it? What's the soundtrack? What the soundtrack notes do you have? I didn't write anything down besides Dave Matthews Band, Nick Cave, that that uh, red that right red hand right hand. I mean, that's that's Ghostface like theme song, and it's on mm-hmm. every soundtrack. Um, I think the only time it changes some of the lyrics or has additional lyrics is the third or fourth uh, album. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's like some additional lyrics to it. Yeah. Um, Cool. What do you have have for your theme and like all those notes? um, I mean, just to add some additional soundtrack, it's like Cottonmouth Kings, uh, Sugar Ray, D'Angelo, Foo Fighters, Everclear. um, The pretty norm, like horror band. Horror bands to go to, I guess. Yeah, well, this was back in the day when soundtracks were like a big money maker. Oh yeah, or like the soundtracks were like just as people bought the soundtracks after they saw the movie. Mm-hmm. So before um, they could buy the film. So, it was a big but the deal. theme and mood I have is like just slasher comedy poking fun at sequels while being in a sequel. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I wrote. I wrote. I love the old frat houses and dorms. Mm-hmm. Like I just love the buildings and I wrote, yeah, it's supposed to be Ohio, but it feels very much like small town college. Like I like the location a lot. It's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be Ohio, but it was filmed, um, like I said, in like parts of California and um, Georgia. Yeah. 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 That's what you said. Ooh, what do you have for fashion? For fashion? It's, it's still very nineties, even though it's like later in the nineties. Um, Mm-hmm. both sydney and gail um i kind of split it up into like hairstyles and fashion oh yeah what are your hairstyles um, so my hairstyles are like both sydney and gail's characters um they both get like these little bob short haircuts um oh yeah they do gail has more of like the the edginess with the red streaks in her hair 
nice streaks. Um, <laughs> nice streaks. Um, but mm-hmm. Sydney has like just brown short hair, and it's just like her evolution of growing up. I guess the next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, the men have like spikier hair. Um, not necessarily like hair changes or hair color changes. Yeah, Mickey has spiky hair. Derek doesn't. Oh, Derek has, has that, that long, mop. preppy. That's right. yeah. yeah, he has that like long preppy hair. Um, like Portia de Rossi and uh, Rebecca Gayhart's character. Her eyebrows. The eyebrows Portia are like killing me. I'm just like, <laughs> I want to pluck them. I want to just. I know. Give them a different color. But that was like the in thing I saw on no, a lot of girls. Really. No? Well, now girls aren't plucking well, their eyebrows as much. Back then, it was way more about tweezed eyebrows. Was it? Like having them pretty thin. Yeah, in the know. 90s, yeah. I guess so. I don't know about late. Maybe they started to grow. Maybe people started to grow them out more late 90s. But I 90s was is always. Style, but, you know. No, I think hers was pretty weird mm-hmm. at that time. Now it's not so weird because people just don't pluck them anymore. Because now it's all about like having thick brows because people plucked them for so long oh um but yeah i think hers was kind of like it, it looked i thought it looked kind of weird on her mm-hmm. like it looks kind of funny um but then i kind of dipped into like the actual like clothes like sydney's uh denim jacket which is i, I love i think it's like one of my favorite um <laughs> my favorite uh things that she wears um, I like the, the brown jacket. The brown is it? Is brown, it like leather or leather? I I couldn't. Oh, well, it might be different. leather. Um, it looks like it's supposed to be leather. But like they're short, and that was like the in style back then. Especially like um, one of my favorite um, outfits that she has is the where when she goes to the sorority party, it's like a black. Uh, what is that? Like a black shirt, but it has like a sheer top to it, and then uh, it has the yeah. denim jacket over it. Um, yeah, which you're right. That one is I, pretty cool. Which I've seen a lot. Um, I remember seeing a lot of that combo. And then, um, like, Gail's wardrobe is very 90s, like, pants, pantsuits, power, uh-huh. power suits, um, even with, like, uh, Mrs. Loomis, a.k.a. Debbie Salt. Um, uh, they're not, like, the big shoulder pads. They're, like, mini shoulder pads. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorite... Uh, jackets that Gail wear, wears is the black one with the uh, white stitching on the shoulder. Yeah, I like. That. I fucking love that jacket. Um, it's amazing. Um, but that's pretty much what I had. I mean, I saw some UFO pants that some guys were wearing still. Oh, like in the background. Yeah, in the background. Um, you know the 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 when okay. Randy was getting killed in the van when the the group of kids come around with the. The, oh, with a boombox. Boom they had um, a lot of like loose clothing still. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah, like super baggy shit. Super, super baggy stuff. Very like clueless esque. Yeah. Oh yeah, like those guys that she talks about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's um, pretty much what I had. I, what did you? Cool. Fashion notes are really quick. It's like I wrote Sydney brown leather jacket. I like her dorm outfit when she wakes up. It's like that cotton tank top and like boxer shorts. Oh yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, nothing else really stood out for me in the rest. I do like the outfit that she had in her rehearsal for her drama soliloquy. Where oh, she has with the, like the, with the green. Uh, no, it's all water. red. It's like a dark red. <laughs> oh, has, like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like a toga kind of thing, but it looked really cool. Her makeup was cool then, too. Oh, her makeup was amazing. And she had that, like, her and Courtney Cox had that, like, brown lipstick. 
that was big in the 90s, that like reddish brown. I wrote Derek so awful and preppy, just boring khakis and polos and like penny loafers, like gross. Uh, Hallie, I wrote just boring late 90s clothes. Nothing Poor really that exciting. Yeah. I wrote Mickey. Does he only have a few clothes? He literally wears the same thing in the whole movie. Yeah. Like he wears that like grayish shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, although he did have like a sweater on when he was in the hospital. Uh, like visiting and oh, the blue sweater, yeah, yeah, blue sweater with like piping on it. I wrote Gail. I like that fitted white tee underneath that jacket. It was like the the shirt that she had on for most of the oh last the, round, the rounded um like shoulder. I call it the boob shirt <laughs> because you could it's like a baby it's like a baby tee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was really fashionable for yeah for, yeah definitely for back, back then, then yeah for, for women sure. yeah. Um, I wrote Randy has a quirky pacey vibe. Um, with his clothes, Pacey being Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Uh, but I guess this was first, but I kind of feel like Randy and Pacey have a lot in common. (laughs) They just kind of seem like the same Dewey. I wrote beige jacket, polo, khakis, blah. Um, Debbie stylish white suit. I, that, that's one of my favorite. Like all white. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. Even the shoes. Like, yeah, it's cool. (laughs) My, uh, I I don't know what you call those shoes. I know they have a name for it, but, um, I know my mom had, those in black like the pumps i guess they were just pumps. were they pumps but they were short yeah they were like they were really tall they weren't like stiletto pumps. she used they those were, a like, lot for um her because uh, my mom she was a well she's a child and family therapist but she was also a um uh what do you call those those people that are um they sell houses real estate agent? real estate agents thank you <laughs> <laughs> but she had a lot of like <laughs> powerhouse uh pantsuits for for that job oh cool yeah. um yeah that's all i have for fashion so um, what any... are your... oh go ahead oh yeah what do you have like um outstanding performances um let's see i really think that timothy oliphant did a great job yeah i think he hadn't been in much the first thing he was credited in was in first wives club when he played oh, that, yeah. that oh the he was the director was that the direct, director was supposed to right. Goldie Hawn yeah in that in that play or like a movie or something I uh, that was like his first credit yeah <laughs> <laughs> but so so this I thought was pretty good for it to be like one of his things bef- right before he did go mm, that's right and then he did Gone in sixty seconds and then he like got a lot more work and stuff but I really liked him in it and I also really enjoyed. Courtney Cox. You got a lot more Gale in this season. Uh, season yeah. In this uh, sequel. Yeah. Yeah, I like Gale. I think she's a really cool character. I think she's like kind of misunderstood, but cool. I don't like Sydney's character that much. I feel like we don't really know. She's honestly not in a lot of scenes. To, she's not uh, very developed either. Which is like weird because everything is supposed to be centered around her, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's weird how they how they did that. You got more Gail, you got more Timothy. You got more cotton. You got more cotton. Which yeah, is cool. Cotton just kept popping up. He was in <laughs> what the third one? He's in he's, he's in, in the, the third, third one and I think I have to watch Didn't the third he die? One again. But he, he yeah, yeah, he's in the opening sequence. Um but you I think he was part of the movie making. Like oh, the staff. Yeah. Or like, like I think he, yeah, I think he and Gail like started to work together. It was never really yeah. explained, but yeah. What um, did you think? Hmm. What oh, without standing performances. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I said, I mean, um, I mean, Sydney is always going to be my favorite character. I love Nev Campbell in anything she does. But yeah, you got more Gale, you got more um, Dewey. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, yes, some of those scenes could have been cut out between the two of them. But yeah, um, I don't they just care. played it really hard, I think, because they were like going out and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm super happy that um, Scream 5 is coming. So, like, we'll see what their on-screen relationship is because they're divorced in real life. Yeah, um, I know. So that's going to be interesting. But, like, hey, they're there for it. So that's Yeah, awesome. I think they're stoked about it, though. They've yeah. been divorced for quite a while. Three so years? probably, like... Something is like it just three? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they were divorced longer than that. Uh, three or four, yeah. But um, okay. I didn't... I honestly didn't care for... Mrs. Loomis, I mean, you're not supposed to. Um, yeah. But I loved how uh, Lori Metcalf, Metcalf. Um, she was really good. Like, it's so on the polar opposite of Aunt Jackie, which is amazing to see. I know. So she was very believable. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. I thought it was good. Um, uh, let's see, what are your favorite scenes? My favorite scene, like I said, hands down is the cafeteria scene where uh, Derek sings. Um, I ever since I saw that scene, I was like, oh, I wish somebody would do that to me. No one's done that to me yet. However, two years ago, I proposed to my boyfriend Justin, so I kind of did the opposite in front of people. So yeah, oh, I didn't know you were in front of people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I was lip syncing, so I wasn't actually singing, singing. But yeah, I, but you were. I did it. I, I did it at a restaurant, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Aww. So I was like, yeah, I got my moment. Um, <laughs> and then That's a reason that you, I didn't know there were a lot, a lot of people there. I mean, I knew, but I was like, oh shit, I didn't know there were a lot of people. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and then my second scene is I know as weird and twisted as it is, I like the beginning scene. Um, yeah. with Jada Pinkett and Omar Epps. It's great. It's it's chilling and scary and kind of funny at the same time. So, I don't know. I, I mean, minus the bathroom scene, because, like I said, skeevy. No, we gotta, we gotta research, too. I'm gonna make a note. Find oh, out. Probably. yeah. The script, yeah. Um, and then my third scene is, uh, I know you don't like it, but I like the, the monologue that Sydney gives on stage. Oh, that's right, yeah. Just because I'm a theater nerd. it's cool though it was really cool what about you mine were okay the first one's the film class discussion Mm -hmm. i fucking love that um it's just great i took a film class in college it was not this fun at all so this is what i kind of thought it was gonna be like it was not like this um cc's death scene i really love uh sarah michelle geller is just so great she's so great at like physical roles too i think she's so good at and you know she's just great at that i put that as one of my worst scenes because i was like why couldn't buffy hold on a little longer well yeah i mean i, I feel like it was yeah it, she de- her definitely her character could have held on longer but i feel like it was pretty good for her it was for the fans, um you know i mean oh yeah totally um and for the third one i have is like the big killer reveal at the end mm-hmm. i think i like that i think i like the second killer reveal more than the first one. Oh really yeah yeah, because I just love that it's Timothy Olyphant. I feel like I didn't really know it was Timothy Olyphant. I don't think like Mickey when oh, I watched it. I, yeah. it. Like they were a bit, yeah, they were a bit more ambiguous bit than more. I think than the first one. The first one, like they made it kind of obvious, mm-hmm. 
and there was really no one else it could be. But in this one, I really didn't know for a while. I was like, maybe it is Derek. Maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe it is Cotton. Cotton's fucking shady, and he would have a reason to do it. And he's out. Yeah. And he's there. So, like, why would it not be him? So, uh, so yeah, I feel like it, they had a better twist in the story in this one. What are your uh, I don't have any worst scenes. I, only worst scene, I would say, I didn't write anything down, but I'm just thinking offhand. My worst scene would probably be... Uh, I think it would probably be the beginning when Jada dies. It's just really upsetting. Yeah. Like it's really scary to think if that was to happen in real life. Like it's just, yeah, it's just scary. Cause it's kind of realistic. I gotcha. Yeah. I just said, um, what about you? When Brandy kicks the bucket. Oh yeah. That, yeah. That one was upsetting too. Cause I love Randy. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. What quotes? I know you got quotes. You want a quote? You want a quote? Um, I've got I've got some quotes. Where are they? Um, so I know my, my, my first one. Is, what are yours? What are yours? Billy's mother. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I'll do three. Billy's mother. Nice streaks. <laughs> I love that. Um, and then I have the one I said earlier. You want to be one of the big ones, Manson, Bundy, OJ. Um. <laughs> I've said most of these, and then these days you gotta have a trial. Oh yeah. Um, and, I, and then I also love when uh, Cece says in film class, "You got a hard on for Cameron, huh?" <laughs> when they talk about like Terminator and aliens, right? They're just like, oh wow, you got a hard on for Cameron. Stay and then I love when you bitch. <laughs> I believe it's stay away from her, you bitch. Which is it's actually so really fun. funny. Which is actually really funny. The um the other kid was right. It is get away yeah, from her, you bitch. So I don't know why they didn't edit it and fix it. Yeah, but... they didn't correct it unless um, that was on what purpose. Do, what do they call that? The Mandela effect. <gasps> oh, sorry. My little dog Boss is guest starring on the podcast today. Big oh, <laughs> <Nick> stretch, <laughs> hey buddy. <laughs> my last one. My last one is uh, when Debbie said, "My motive isn't quite as '90s as Mickey's. <laughs> it's just pure revenge." Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, mine um, is, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's it. Those are all my quotes. Mine is, uh, what's your favorite scary movie? Showgirls, absolutely frightening. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. And then, uh, my second one is, who's this? You tell me. Corey Gillis, 5550176. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the caller ID. Boss, we're almost done. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and then my third one is, bitch, hang up the phone and start 69 as ass. I know, right? That's totally what I would say. <laughs> oh, buddy. Um, <laughs> but what is, um, what is uh, your final thought, I guess? Um, well, I just have my most 90s Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, with the caller ID in Sydney's room, blaming the movies about everything, the super 90s, like violence, and then the fact that Cotton Weary's hung up on Diane Sawyer interviews. Oh, my <laughs> God, I know. She was, like, 90s. a 90s queen of, like... Well, no, wait. It was Diane Sawyer and, um... Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters, yes. Yeah, like, I feel like they could have... <laughs> yeah. On 2020. 2020. <laughs> Like Terry does it. Oh my god, that's right. Oh, no, what are your 90s moments? My 90s moments is okay, definitely the caller ID. Like we said, we we both had one of those. They were so flimsy. Sure, and what? like, I don't know about you, but I always had the little itty bitty wire in the back always kept kept uh falling out. Mm-hmm. Yours too. They were so shitty. 
Yeah, they were like free for a while. Like yeah. the, the phone company was like, "Here, we're giving them to you for free," and then then you had to like pay for it, like to have it on your phone. Oh, I know like, it, it was ridiculous. I think mine like, only lasted like a year, and I was like, "Okay, I'm done with this." Yeah, then they had the the cordlesses that came out with the screens. Uh huh. So you could actually like see them. Yeah, like we still have that. Oh my god! And then my second, um, my second most nineties moment was the library scene with the old computers. Oh yeah, that was. it's always technology. I forget. Did um when Sydney had the interaction with the the kid next to her? Did he say it was like all on one connection or something? Or I think he was like it, all the computers in the library are connected. connected. Yeah, oh. with somebody the library because like it was someone in the room i don't remember that instant message no, yeah i wait, think it's like a, a is it aol no it wasn't aol it's like a specific intranet like when you build an, a network on a campus or like on a particular host of buildings mm-hmm. so it's not a network it's not like an application it's not like a it's like literally written into the the program for oh, library. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's just through the campus. It's not like a public thing. Like, so that means it has to be someone in the room because she was like, I'm not online. Like I'm not signed in. And then he's like, no, it's it it's all the, the things that are connected to the same network. So it could be like, you know, an, a librarian could say something or like maybe your computer could time out or whatever. But but that's why he was like, oh no, it's someone in here. And then she's like, oh. so that's why she's like, oh my God, it's someone who's in the room. Oh, gotcha, okay. Um, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts or do you have any more nineties moments? No, those, those were like my two biggest ones. Um, uh, oh, wait, cool. I do have one. Uh, I mean, it was more on the fashion side, which I forgot to mention, but, um, remember the sorority sisters, they had like the sweaters yeah, that were over the clothes. Preppy. That's like, yeah. I always thought that was like showing, um, what is it called? Like, I don't know, bitchiness or like just yeah. like bouginess. Yeah, like definitely preppy money. Because like a couple of guys did that too. Oh, totally. It would look people weird, do that, but, in college. but that was a very nineties thing. Like, mm-hmm. and actually, even before that, it's very like sixties. Is it? It's very like Kennedys. Yeah, it's very like fifties uh, Kennedys. Yeah. tennis, like tennis sweaters tied up like that. Oh, it's very cool. old. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's very know. like old preppy like classic american style i remember i remember i attempted it once and i it just looked awful so i was like never again no did you pop <laughs> never the do collar of your, yeah you pop the collar yes. oh no <laughs> oh yeah oh my god it was, it was, was it pink was it pink no it was it, bright, it was a lime green a lime green shirt oh shit i have a picture of it somewhere I have to show it to you. Really funny. Um, So yeah, what are your final thoughts? My, where is it? My final thought is don't go answering other people's phones that don't belong to you. You never know who's on the other line. (laughs) Amen. I also have great, great sequel and always run out the front door and never go upstairs. Right? (laughs) Never go. I mean, do people not learn? Even in 2020, there are movies with stupid people going up the stairs big breasted girls who are going up the stairs it's insulting 
insulting when she should be running out the front door. It's insulting. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, so it was so great. Oh, I'm so excited to reach the end of the episode. Um, I know we had a I little hope, bit of a technical yeah, we difficulty. Have, we we had my dog barking his ass off. Boss has made an appearance. So, <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> I did have some questions, though. Oh, yeah. What um, I, I forgot to ask this earlier, but I've got four little ones. Um, oh, yeah. My four. first one is, <laughs> why all of a sudden is the light shining from the police station window right after the party scene? Because that was never explained oh. if they were there all night or oh, yeah. is it just bright? I don't know. Um, that is kind of weird. And then why is Cotton, um, oh, I already said this. I was like, why is Cotton already like unattended in the library? Um, unattended. Unattended. Like, like, with, the, with the cred he has already, and yes, he was like exonerated, but even though, still. He wants an interview. And then at the end, how the hell does he have business cards? Oh, that's right. He's like out of nowhere. It's like he's like, call me if you want an interview. What? Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> you just conveniently have a business card, card with you. Nineties were like kind of a bitch to make. It wasn't like how they are now, where you could like make them online. It was kind of like you went out of your way, right? Like to and make that, business cards. Right. And then one of my biggest questions of all is oh, when okay. when Hallie gets stabbed in the alley. She gets stabbed in the chest, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, her boobs make this weird ass squishy sound. Ew. Really? And it, and it sounds like like rubber, like if you're rubbing two balloons together. Ew. So does that mean she had fakes? I was gonna say, are they implants? Are they like, implants? Ew, <laughs> or does weird. that is that like um a men's theory of how boobs sound when they're, sound when oh, they're I hope. <laughs> it just it, I was bro. laughing my ass off at the same time like cringing and I'm like what That's the a fuck kind of sound is that I mean it's it's played in like a lot of films that I see and I'm just oh, really? well not a lot like a I shouldn't say a lot because that yeah like what are you watching <laughs> right but um where there are where there are chest wounds for women, it's always the really? same sound. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I did not even notice that. Probably because I don't want to notice that. Yeah. So. No, I mean, like, it's just, like, I know it's a weird thinking question, but it's it's weird. Great, great final thought there, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> think about super weird sounds that happen when they when they're like making yes. her wound. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've reached the end of our episode, and uh, we don't know what film we're gonna do next. Although, actually, we do. We're doing Urban Legend. Yes, I, I feel like we with need to. And Jared Leto and Pacey and Pacey with blonde hair. <laughs> yes, pre or post. Cruel Intentions, which is also another one that's on the list to do as well. So cool. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed this uh, Wes Craven sequel, Scream 2. It was great. Go watch it on Tubi for free. And we will see you on the next one. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.